Hey everybody, I'm Sharon Fuller and I am here today with my co-hosts Don Berlin and Sean Duncan. This is our very, very, very first episode of BFD Advisors. BFD, whatever you think it is, probably what it is, but also Berlin Fuller Duncan. So to start off today, we are going to tell you a little bit about ourselves, why you even want to be listening to any of this for the next however so long, and um, hopefully hopefully give you a little bit more insight into who we are and what we do and what we're, what we're really looking for. I do not want to start off with me <laughs> at all. So don't. I'm going to let... Yeah. John has way more notoriety than Sean nor I, so most people don't even know who Sean and I are. So we're gonna let we're gonna let Don start this because we all know Don. No pressure. It's totally fine. No pressure. Um, no, I'm really excited to be here. I mean, you know, I've been in I've been around for a long time, and I guess maybe you think that or you don't think that, but um, I really enjoy the accounting industry. I love accounting, and I love small business owners, and I love everything about entrepreneurship. And so, you know, my journey began back in 1999. I knew when I was 16, I wasn't 16 in 99, that's a different story. But uh, in 1999, I started my first company and it was my first bookkeeping company and I, and I grew that and went through various partnerships and things like that, that if you wanna read about that, you can in my book. But, um, you know, I born powerful accounting and I'm out of Wyndham, Connecticut. I love servicing small business clients. Um, you know, again, started out as bookkeeping, turned into, okay, I kind of like tax, and turned into, hey, wait a minute, I really love IRS representation. I always wanted to kind of be, you know, an accounting cop, so I turned myself into one. And so I'm a certified fraud examiner as well, as well as a certified public accountant, but I, I really enjoy working with my clients and moving towards this advisory conversation, which, you know, that puts people to sleep sometimes because it's just this word that people throw out there, but it really has meaning to me. It really has meaning in that I'm really trying to help my small businesses grow and sustain and to help their employees thrive just as much as the company is thriving. And so I have a passion around that. But even, even taking it a step further, I'm really passionate about helping other practitioners not stumble through a dark room. And that's kind of the way I describe it. When I first started, I'm in a dark room and I'm stubbing my toes and I'm saying really bad words and I can't find the freaking light switch and so I'm mad about that. And so through that journey, I learned a lot of what to do, what not to do. I learned a lot about what people I'd like, I want to be like. Who do I want to be when I grow up? Who do I not want to be when I grow up? And so I hope to help my other practitioners, you know, fight through the world of accounting and fight through being a practitioner or entrepreneurs who are, you know, sacrificing their family and sacrificing what they do for other people to, to build a business that is meaningful. And so I'm really passionate about that. So I wrote a book called The Designated Motivator. Um, and so those of you who do know me, I volunteer coach softball, college softball. It's a passion of mine. And in order to do that, I had to change my practice. I had to change my mindset. And I had to say, listen, if I'm going to do softball, for those of you who don't know, it's during tax season. <laughs> so as a tax practitioner, that's kind of like silly. And so, you know, Wanting to do that, having a passion around that, I had to make changes. And so one of the primary things I did was I implemented a tech stack that would work while I wasn't there. And it allows me to kind of grab a bit of my life back. And so my next passion is the designated motivator for accounting professionals, where my goal is to help other practitioners get it straight. Now, do I know everything? Absolutely not. But do I know what's working for me? Absolutely yes. And so that's kind of my goal, but, but really at the end of the day, giving advice and 
and just trying to help people in their daily life get better in whatever capacity that means. That's a true passion to me. And so I wanted to be on this podcast because I certainly believe everybody has so much to offer. And I've, I've built a great relationship with Sean and Sharon through our ADP council uh, days, which we're still involved in now. And, and it's again, a passion around helping ADP understand what we as the practitioners go through on a daily basis. What are the things we're trying to accomplish for our clients and for our firms ourselves and what we're trying, what our goals are. And so I've, I've been really passionate around all of that. And so this podcast, I think, is going to be able to pull the voice out of all of us in a collective way. And we're all such different firms. I do focus on IRS representation. I focus on fraud case work. I have a murder case. I didn't know accounting had murders involved in it, but it does. Like people kill people over accounting. I, I never, I never knew that. So good thing I have a bulletproof vest to protect myself in these events. And so, you know, this podcast I see being able to take my voice and just be able to get it out there even bigger and better because I'm doing it with two amazing people. And so I'm really excited about this podcast and that's it for me. You don't have to Beetlejuice me. I'm going to do it myself. And I'm going to pass the baton over to the F, uh, Fuller. The F. <laughs> so, I, my name's Sharon Fuller. I said that earlier and I'll probably say it again a few times. I do not have any fancy credentials. I am certified in nothing. Like, nothing. I don't. You're certifiable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have, okay. we have all kinds of credentials I, for you. I mean, yes. So, okay. So, I don't have any, like, educational credentials. There you go. So I am what we are going to call the street smarts of this group. I'm gonna I'm gonna coin this right now. Of course. Because yeah. I'm uneducated. You're the freaking part. So <laughs> I am the freaking. I am, for the most part, what you will find the Jill of all trades. Um, I, since I was very, very little, have been very extremely organized, like things my way, very particular. Um, every one of my Barbies had different buckets, like their shoes were all paired up in little baggies. So I've always been very meticulous and organized. So as I got older and started working for places, I immediately would realize my managers were stupid. They're just stupid. And so I would somehow end up in management because I was probably doing things better and probably, I think most of the time for the same price. Um, that kind of happened to me. I used to work at Costco for a while and they were promoting people um, to supervisor, but they didn't promote me. Why? Because I already had a supervisor code, the supervisor keys. I was doing the supervisor duties and didn't ask for the raise. Anyhow, so that's where my mindset is. And these guys will tell you this because when we decided to do this, I'm like, hey, guys, I got this. So lo and behold, um, in management, sales, customer service, um, I eventually got my manicurist license. I'm actually a licensed manicurist in three states. That's a fun fact that we'll test you guys on later. And when I owned my first salon is when I realized, oh crap, what is payroll? What is W-2? What is taxes? I didn't know what any of that was. So I had to learn it. Um, and so that's what I did. I went to the library and I checked out a book and I downloaded QuickBooks on my computer. I think it was like 2002 on my big massive computer and really just started getting in there and learned accounting and just loved it and my checkbook my check register was always perfect so this was amazing it was on a computer and just really fell in love with accounting and payroll and such anyhow so eventually a little while later i was an operations manager it went under and um the or the the operations 
cold storage place that I was a manager of, they had a bunch of little people um, renting rooms and little miniature businesses. And when they were selling the place, everybody came up to me and said, I wish I could hire you, but I only need you one to two weeks, one to two hours a week. And I thought, wow, there's like 10 of you. There's like, or anyhow, there were enough that I had a full time job. So I created my very first company in 2006. I was your, um, a simple office solution, your mobile office manager. And what I did is I lived in San Diego at the time and I would, I did not want to work in an office. So I would go to people's offices and I would download team viewer on their computer so I can go back home and remote into their computers and, and do all their books. So once a week on Mondays, I would go to everybody's office and I would grab their shoebox. I made them put it all like a shoebox or something. I would grab it. I would file back everything. So we didn't really have, you know, paperless wasn't a thing back then. I'd grab it. I'd take it home. I'd do the work. The next week I'd come back. And honestly, all of this really started because I was tired of working for other stupid people. And I was, did it, I lived in San Diego and I was in my early twenties. I was partying like a mofo and there was a happy hour every day. And I wanted to be able to work during my hangovers and not have to go into an office. And that's what I did. And it somehow evolved to me working with VC back companies, blah, 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 really got into the VC back, loved it. Um, my company was acquired last year. Um, and now here I am again with Somehow ended up with two more accounting firms. I don't know. I don't know. I love my partners. Sorry, guys. Love my team. Somehow ended up with two more accounting firms and Glass Wallet, uh, more coaching and whatnot. But really, I feel like my, I, I, I do know what I'm doing. You can test me. I, I may not have the fancy credentials you're going to hear from these guys, but I, I can hang with them. I don't do tax. I can file your 1040s all night and your Schedule Cs. I ain't touching your corporate. I don't do tax, but my specialty when it comes to all this is really going to be the operational process and procedure, um, HR, I love HR. So really like that core running of the an actual setting up and running of the business is what I think my specialty has kind of gone into because I can set up and have your whole entire business structured and set up and formed and have your handbook and everything done like immediately. And that's kind of where I've landed and I love it, although I do love spreadsheets and yes, my does. books are impeccable. Um, but yeah, so that's where I've landed. I love my team. I love what I do. Um, I do. I can't say no to anything and you can take that joke and run with it wherever you want, Sean. <laughs> oh, um, but I typically just love helping people. So really excited to work with everybody on this. Um, these guys are awesome. Like they said, we met on the um, ADP Account Advisory Board in 2017 and We've been um, leeching off of ADP's expense accounts since, and I think we <laughs> well, do a decent job. Just for, just for meals, mostly, right? Well, for you, but Don and I are pretty good Dang on those bar tabs. <laughs> so as much as much as we like to give to them, I feel like they give back to us in expense accounts, and I feel good about that. And that just Rob over at ADP are going to be like, "What are they talking about?" But anyhow, so that's me. Um, no credentials, no education, um, no nothing, but I'm here and they can't get rid of me because my face is right in the middle of the logo now, so you can't get rid of the F of the BFE. On that note, Sean? Okay, so 
obviously we all have a wide range of experience here. Everything from operational and bookkeeping and accounting to fraud and designated motivator. So my background is a whole lot different. I do have a few different credentials. I am a CPA, I am securities licensed, and I am insurance licensed. And there's a whole story on why that is. But my journey started with, I was the first kid in my family to get a college degree. So no one knew what it meant to go to college. No one knew what mentorship, heck, careers in what? It was just really go learn computers, kid, and we'll figure it out later. So along my journey, discovered that the FBI hires people with accounting degrees. And that was an epiphany. It was clarity on exactly who I wanted to be as a human being, not just, hey, it's a neat job. That was my identity. Got on to getting a master's degree. I worked in corporate accounting for five years and then shifted to public accounting to build the best resume I could. Did Kung Fu, and I literally, really, not like quite Neo version of Kung Fu, but did Kung Fu, <laughs> shot, uh, trained, worked out like a crazy person, everything I could do to make myself the best possible candidate. And then in 2003, had my final interview scheduled, going to fly off to Kansas City and do the interviews. I'm going to go down to Austin and do my physical fitness test. Dallas coordinator says, Sean, you're my best candidate. Just go through the motions and you'll be in Quantico in like four months. I'd done it. I had done everything. It was going to happen. And then the next epiphany. I wanted to be a husband and dad. And I was married and I was planning on starting kid, you know, starting having kids soon. And I was going to be an absentee dad. Because on investigations, you're gone for periods of time. I was going to pursue what's called the hostage rescue team, which is basically their SWAT. Kind of a dumb meathead, too. So it just came back around like, holy cow, I'm going to not be the father and husband I wanted to be. And now I have to turn them down. And in 2003, I turned the whole purpose of my degree down. And now I've got a freaking master's degree in accounting I don't want. And so I had to reinvent. I mean, come on, seriously. Does anybody really want to be an accountant? Okay, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, we do. I so, love, I love it. Yeah, I, I also, I remember, Sean, about that time, I think the FBI put an article in the paper about Sean Duncan turn us down they did. There devastation was, oh, and devastation and in the whole department. Yeah, they, they actually had to tear down a whole building in, in mourning. I thought so. Yeah, it was, I remember it was, that. It was an awful moment. But so, so turning the bureau down was this major transition moment. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Do I go back to school at the age of 30 and start all over? And it really dawned on me, the reason the Bureau was so compelling to me, that it dawned on me. It didn't share it on me, but it dawned on me. Um, it, it, it was so compelling to me was that it matters. When you are doing that kind of a career, like fraud examination or helping people build businesses, you're doing something that's impactful. It's not just sit down, fill the form out, punch the clock, and wait for the weekend. So that's when I started my firm. 2006, I started SMD Consulting and accounting. I found that there was a lot of small business owners that needed the advice from a CPA, because see, that was what my specialty was. I was the special projects guy, the analysis guy, the forecast and modeling, the tax deduction guy. All the analysis and advice that we know as practitioners, it's not being shared. I said, well, I'm gonna go do that. And I think there's a need for it. And then all of a sudden, I'm the largest firm in town. Now, my office is in Frisco, Texas. Currently, it's in Plano, Texas. Right I was going there's 10 people in this town. No, so you know. no. Frisco, Texas, <laughs> what has been the fastest growing city in the United States for two or three times in, over a course of a decade. Dallas Cowboy headquarters is there. The PGA just moved their headquarters there. There's a one-mile stretch of the highway called the $5 billion mile, because that's how much real estate's being developed wow. there. This is uh, Money Magazine's 2019 uh, number one city in the United States to live. So to be the biggest firm in that city, and not even trying, because this was all referral-based, 
that's success, right? I mean, I did it. That's a BFD, right? That is right? a BFD. <laughs> but the problem was, on paper, I was successful. I was making a lot of money. I had clients growing up while zoo. I mean, it was amazing, right? On paper, it was exactly what it was supposed to be. But then I wasn't spending time with my family. I was falling into the typical CPA trap, is that I had to work on Sunday because I had to get these returns done, and then I had to pull the 90-hour weeks. But I had turned down the FBI for kids I didn't have, and now I'm not even spending time with the ones I do. And that led to the next big evolution. And I decided, I'm done with tax prep. We were the largest firm in town, and I fired all the tax returns and focused on how do I build an advisory practice? How do I focus on the thing that we were known for, the consulting part, and built an entirely new business model? And that's what was really funny is that's when the national recognition came. All of a sudden, people started finding out about it. Articles are getting written on this firm that's doing only advisory, which seemed kind of comical because that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to take our knowledge and help people, but it wasn't happening. And so that then evolved into more stages. And so just as a firm itself, because it's still a real CPA firm, we do the advisory, the tax, and the business ops. But then so many clients kept asking us about wealth management questions. Well, if you save me $100,000 in taxes, what do I do with it? Well, we were referring it, and then that would get done wrong by another firm. So we created a joint venture where now we offer tax, wealth management, insurance, and even law. So we can have all of those to that joint venture offered to a client as a full, complete solution. But all of those moments, all these big pivotal moments, led to the Chief Proactive Advisor Program. And that's where my speaking comes in, and that's where a lot of us are talking about, is coaching and teaching other CPAs and business owners how to make big changes. And so the Chief Proactive Advisor Program is really just, every time I made those big changes, I went through a process. And I didn't realize I used the same process every single time. And so now I teach that process to business owners and to CPAs and to employees and to college students. How do I help you figure out how to move from this point of where you are to where you want to be to achieve success? And there's a lot of technical training and stuff, and we'll get into that later. So that's kind of my journey. It started all with the FBI. It moved through to building the successful CPA firm to now it's a full advisory firm but with the speaking business, the Chief Proactive Advisor Program, teaching others how I achieve those levels of success and fulfillment so that I can spend time with my kids, so I can travel, so I can play video games, and I can wear Star Wars costumes. Yeah, I'm kind of a nerd. They already know that. But it's all those things that we want to experience. So that's my journey. Hopefully, the point of all of this is obviously to introduce you to us, but it's also to tell you we kind of know what we're doing here. We, we have a very diverse set of skills that we can bring and share with the audience and create those opportunities that we can teach practitioners, CPAs, accountants, EAs, like us, but also teach business owners and help others be successful in the way they want to be and goof around a little bit as well. This might be the most tame conversation you've ever seen yeah, from the rest of us. 100%. Because I'm sure there'll be plenty of F-bombs in the middle of it. It's not going to be polar bombs. I had like seven inappropriate jokes the whole time you were talking. Yeah. And I yeah. want some sort of like kudos for not yeah. making I am very proud of you. Yeah. As, a, as a mother. A yes. Yes. I'm very proud of you. I was holding it and I'm like, hee <laughs> So I, I think another another thing that we we want to like portray to the people, the audience, and the, and the listeners, and we and we really are here to help other people. Mm -hmm. This is this is something that's been in our souls 
to help teach and train and, and help other people with our journey, you know, and everyone has a story, which is really awesome. And, and we, I love listening to other practitioners or entrepreneurs with their stories. And so I want to just like for a little bit of the vision of BFD advisors and like what we're seeing, what we, what we really want to portray. The one thing I would like to just throw in here because it's really funny, if, if for those of you who have known, I was one of the members of the Radio Free QuickBooks talk show. And this was prior to the days when there really was not a lot of education around QuickBooks. And that was what we were focused on, is just having a conversation about QuickBooks. And it was interesting, and I have to give kudos to Stacey Kildall and Woody Adams, because that experience, when we first started talking about BFD Advisors, I couldn't stop thinking about Stacey and Woody, because I went through this two chicks and a dude, and, and we had so much fun doing it. It was all about the conversation. and. Like for me, this is like carrying on that tradition, that that tradition that was started many years ago with that. So am I Woody or Stacy? You are Stacy. Are you sure? You're 100 percent Stacy. I'd rather Stacey. be Woody. No, well, no, Stacy. Stacy was the driver. She was the one who wanted to put it out there. She was the one who was driving the course. I am never the designated driver of anything. No, it's not a designated idea. driver on that, but. But yeah, so for me, and then and then Woody was a lot. Just Woody was fantastic at what he did. He always offered so much great information. Just all right. So you're kind of the waiting. feeling. The feeling was was similar, and I just wanted to give some some props to that experience because I think we did. We helped a lot of people. We helped a lot of people through QuickBooks when there was nothing out there to mm -hmm. to help provide information. So what Don is saying is she has been a BFD before we were BFD. So, but we again we all know this. But one thing I wanted to say, I really want to I want to elaborate on that on how we got here yeah so I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while but again no one no one really knows who I am um th they will because I'm I'm a force to be reckoned with but anyhow I thought who do I want to do this with because while I want to be serious we will find out I have a most of my bones my body are super immature again there's a joke <laughs> right there with what I just said yep. um but I do want to help, and so I thought, who could I do this with? I'm like, Don, Don, told me and Don could just like kill this. We would just have so much fun. And then um, Don and I were talking, we're like, we need somebody else who's it going to be. And first thing we said was Sean, Sean. But Sean over here <laughs> is like, I'm spread so thin, I can't do it. Lots of crying, lots and, of crying. And this yeah. was like, in, yeah. at what scaling? Did we decide at scaling? We, we were, were going to do it. Don and I were doing this regardless, and we were thinking, we're like, who we're going to do? And we. Sean's like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Do so it. what they're saying is they bullied me. That's exactly what I. Those That's are the words I used. I told they you. were they were abusive. I, we they were hitting different hundred percent, but that's not even a lie. Like we, I really said to Don, well, we're gonna see him at um, what was the last thing we were all just at? It's so confusing. What were we just all at? What were we all just at? oh at the hour camp? Oh yes. So Don and I were like, we're just gonna bully the hell out of Sean until he is just whittled down into nothing but a small puddle of a man and says fine just leave me alone um and i feel like that's what we did but then i think sean not only does he love us he realized he has no effing no effing option and now he's I'm here scared. guys I'm, so. really, I'm here out of fear and so really if you, you know these two fear fear he, there's a shackle under here and if you try to get away Don is yeah. pretty much what? always packing, so he's a good shot, and I will yeah. verbally abuse him. Um, now, this is this, the three of us. We know that it kind of like we get going in a black hole forms because it's just <laughs> the way weird energy that we create. It's we're great friends. These these girls are like sisters to me, and so it's gonna it's the right it's the right team. No matter what happens, bullying or not, it was it's. <laughs> 
It's the right thing it's, to do. It's the right thing to do. And, and really and truly, our heart is, how many people can we help? Yeah. What is the multiplier effect? We yeah. could all just sit in a room and talk with one business owner and give them advice. And it would be cool. But if we can start helping more people, especially if we can help practitioners then turn around and help more people, yeah. Yeah. the impact, while we may never really be able to measure and know it, that's the key. It's like, what can we actually do to help people out? And then we get to goof around and have fun, and that's not a bad thing either. So it's, right. it's, it is the right team. Though I am out here of fear, I'm still telling you. Yeah. Just and it will stay that way the entire time. If you don't yeah. fear us, I don't feel like we've done what we need to do in, in life and right. in this podcast. Yeah. So yeah. I'm okay. I like to slightly scare everybody yeah. I come well, to contact. Well, I think what's nice about it is that Sean can experience, he can experience the fear and then help other people understand how to get through fear. Oh, there we go. Because he'll be, he'll, you know, so this is a, everything that we do will be about a learning a opportunity. I get it, I get we it. We love to do life lessons. I love doing life lessons, so things like that. So younger accounting professionals, younger entrepreneurs. I'm all about, because, you know, the coaching of softball, one of my goals is to teach them life lessons. And when you make decisions when you're younger, what impact is that going to have on you in the future? And so that's just like in a practitioner, whether they've been in business for one year or whether they're 70 or they're 20, it doesn't matter. We're all in a journey at different times and age doesn't matter. What matters is how can we positively affect people in whatever stage they're in and that their, their life can be better for it and people around them. And that's a, we need that. I'm sorry, the designated motivator will live forever because that is my job yeah. and that's my soul is to help. And I'm not always good at it. This is really important. We can all, we, we know what we're doing. We are confident in what we're doing. Do we always do the right thing? We always try to do the right thing and sometimes we fail. And that's another thing that we try to, like I'm just into this man. Failure is really hard. Success is easy. Yeah, Meaning when things are going great, no problem. We don't call our accountants when things are going great because things are going great. They call us when things are going bad. And so what we're trying to give the message to other practitioners is let's catch it before it gets bad. Let's advise them before the black hole happens or the phone call that you owe $80,000 in taxes or, or someone has embezzled from you or you made a decision, you partnered with somebody who ended up, you know, things happen. So we want to help prevent... Oh, I can do that to myself too. I was going to say. Okay? Well, that's the before, thing. I need to check with my lawyers before you pat on my lawyer for that one. <laughs> oh, it's for me too. It's for all. Listen, we've all made. Whether it was from an employee, whether it was from a partner, whether yeah, it was yeah. from a customer, whether it was whatever the case may be. This is not single a singling out anything because through the journey, the failures are many. It's whether you stand up and fight yeah. for it or yeah. not is what makes the difference. Exactly. And then make sure you learn from it and don't do it again. And that's the hardest thing to do. And you're going to hear the horror stories. You're going to hear the positive, and that's part of it. Here's what we've done right. Here's what we've done wrong. Here's what our clients have done right. Here's what they've done wrong. How can you gain that experience from the stories? Because right. that's what I get when I get all the consulting clients. They'll come in and say, okay, I want to make sure I don't make that mistake. Right. Or my friend did this. And so it's coaching them through that. And so it's all these different perspectives. That's what we want to bring. And I hope that's, hope that's something that you guys are interested in hearing more and more about as we act, uh, act through this. And uh, act like a bunch of weirdos, I think is really what I was about to say. And yeah. we just have fun with you. Because yeah. yes, we, we can be excited. accountants and we can be fun, yes. just in case you're wondering. And so I think wrapping up episode yeah, one of, of this awesome podcast, 
Sharon, do you want to wrap yeah, up? Yeah, I'll wrap it up. So that is us. Um, I hope you stay tuned. And please, as you get to know us, um, follow us on social media. Sign up for all of our letters. We have a really cool website that I really freaking love. Um, also, big shout out to Charlotte, who's behind the camera right now. Ooh, Charlotte. Charlotte is amazing. And if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't have been able to get to this done because she is our director of marketing and just handled everything. And... I may or may not have poached her from a um, other, uh, anyhow, she's mine now, don't care. So big shout out to her for helping us get to where we're at. And again, you can always eat, if there's a topic you really want to hear about, and we really want to reach out to all entrepreneurs, small business owners, not just accountants, even though we're accountants, we deal with all of you. So we want to be able to speak to all of you. So there's a topic or something you want to hear about, throw it to us and we're going to try to get it in. And we are excited to have you grow with us and we will see you on the next episode. I did your thing.